My name is DJ Jaina, and it's important to me to preface this episode with a content warning. This episode will deal with sexual trauma and a brief mention of self-injury. If you are not in a place or time in your healing journey to listen to this safely, I understand. Please reach out to the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673. Or if you are in crisis, please dial 988 or text HOME to 741-741. If you are in need of immediate medical assistance, please call 911. Again, this episode has a content warning for talk of sexual trauma and self-injury. Please pause and stop the episode now if you do not wish to continue. For those that are still listening, I want to first thank you for taking the time to listen to my story. It is my hope that by sharing this, it will empower others to come forward with their own truths and live free from shame. I want to start by sharing that the sexual trauma I experienced was not the only trauma that I faced in my childhood. However, it was something that I disassociated from for many years until I was on a business trip and something in my environment in that hotel room caused the memories to come flooding back in my mind. I'd like to just read this excerpt from my book, Musings from the Revenant Veteran, which deals with many of the traumas I faced. Imagine you're a child, 10 years old, full of happiness and laughter. Suddenly, you're ripped from your home due to your father's accident. He's in the hospital, and you're left to stay with your cousins. Imagine the helplessness you feel. Now imagine your cousin comforting you, hugging you, and then his hands wander elsewhere. You're bewildered, confused. He asks you for sex. At 10 years old, you don't even know the meaning of the word. But he continues touching you, even forcing your hand to touch him. One night, his mother, your sister, walks in the room to discover this. She's yelling at you, calling you dirty and sick. Imagine the shame. That is only part of the story. The part that hurts the most is what happened after. Not only did my sister yell at me and blame me, but she told me that I'd better not ever tell anyone else what happened or I would be in big trouble. So I didn't tell a soul. In the days that followed, I developed a yeast infection, but I didn't know what it was at the time. I was sick with worry that it was an STI because I'd heard of those, but I didn't know enough about them to discern what was happening in my young body. And I felt such shame that I dare not tell a soul about it for fear of repercussions. I suffered silently for a long time and buried the knowledge that the act even happened deep within me. Five years later, when I found out the truth that my sister was really my mother, it was a trauma all on its own, even without the memory of the abuse and neglect that happened to me five years prior. I spoke briefly on some of the other experiences I faced during this time in a previous episode, but did not speak about the other sexual trauma that I experienced during my time in the military. One night, I was extremely drunk and looking for a friend at her barracks when a man I had met in the evening prior approached me and raped me. 
I struggled as best I could, but was barely able to even hold myself upright in that state. The friend I had been looking for walked in to discover us and yelled at me in much the same way that my mother had done. I was eventually able to get away, but was afraid to come forward with a report because I didn't even know the man's full name and felt ashamed at what had happened and was fearful I would be blamed once again. When the memory of the abuse I experienced at my half-brother's hand came flooding back to me, I experienced a new pain. Anger. I was angry at how my own mother betrayed me and neglected me. While the anger was justified, I did not deal with it in healthy ways. I lashed out at others, which reminded me of unhealthy expressions of anger I experienced as a child. As a result, I felt ashamed once again. I began punishing myself with self-injury, which only exacerbated my depression. I also experienced debilitating panic attacks and recurring nightmares related to my trauma. When I first came forward with this trauma publicly through the release of my books, my grandmother tried to silence me and shame me once again by saying that I shouldn't share such private information and that it was damaging the family reputation. I caved and added in a preface at the beginning of the book saying that I had placed no judgment on anyone. Over the years, I tried to get help for my condition, though it was never recognized as a trauma response until many years later. I'm glad that I persisted in trying to get care and was finally able to receive a proper diagnosis of complex PTSD and began receiving care more tailored to my needs through DBT therapy. It is through therapy that I have once again found my voice, and I'm using it to remind others that they are not alone. I'm taking my power back and telling my story and transforming my pain into purpose. I remind myself that I am not what happened to me, but what I choose to become. I choose to advocate for the voiceless, to remind others of the strength they have inside themselves, to keep pushing forward, and to never give up. If you've experienced sexual trauma and need to reach out for help, please contact the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673. If you are in crisis, please dial 988 or text HOME to 741-741. If you are in need of immediate medical assistance, please call 911. Your magic is needed in this world.